Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Kicking It With K-Marie. I am your host, K-Marie. And it's a lot that's been going on, y'all, since the break. (laughs) Okay. So the last thing you've heard, so those of you who are listening to you know, the podcast and like order. The last thing that you remember me saying was I was going to take a little break because I was prepping, you know, for the wedding. So some of you may know because you follow me on um, social media and some may not, but I just want to address something. Um, I didn't get married. You know, I did not get married. It was um, a choice that um was for the best trust <laughs> it was for the best and um you know a lot of people and i just want to just briefly dis- discuss this you know a lot of people even though they've gone through they planned something you know they might postpone it you know that was the original plan but no it, it, a lot of times following peace, wanting peace is, is, is best, you know, in your life. And that's what I wanted, um, without getting into too much detail, especially about the other person. Um, I just wanted peace and I just wanted to move on. Uh, we've known each other for a long time since we were 15 and, you know, sometimes it's hard to, um, you know, just to let that go, um, that that person go. But sometimes it's for the best. You know, it was our second attempt. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you just gotta take an L. You do. You just gotta take an L on that situation, and just move on. Um, and that's what that's what um we did. And I don't regret that decision. Um, I'm very excited for the next chapter of my life. Um, and I'm glad that I didn't do what a lot of people have done. Uh, We talked to some women who will go through with their wedding, even though like on the inside, they were like, I knew I should not have done it. And then, you know, later the divorce happens and then that comes out. So, um, you know, I didn't care about saving face. You know, I didn't care about what others may think at first, if I'm being totally transparent. Um, and I thank my friends. I had a great group of friends, six ladies who I call the council, my council, and they got me, they helped me through the, um, the transition. They really did. Um, I love them so much. They know, they know who they are. Um, I can't thank them enough for what they've done. Okay. So, you know, that we do series every month and October is our fresh new series. It's called the Starting Over series. How apropos, right? <laughs> Starting over. And I have a guest today. 
Um, she is, well, before I say that, I was watching television over my mother's house and somebody was saying something, I was watching something, a show, and it was like, yeah, I have a, a breakup coach. I was like, that is um, different. So I just did a little Google search to see what what that was. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. So um, yeah, so this, we're going to be talking about some things on along those lines and some, you know, how to heal and all of that good stuff. And without further ado, let me introduce today's guest. So Nancy Ruth Dean is a conscious breakup coach and certified breath, excuse me, breathwork teacher who teaches men and women how to do the emotional and spiritual work while going through a breakup. She's here to bring a to bring a more mindful and loving approach to the healing process so that her clients and followers can not only get through their heartbreaks, but attract conscious relationships in the future, just like she has. She has been featured in articles like Cosmopolitan, Bustle, Well and Good, and have been featured on many conscious-minded podcasts. And I really thank her so much for joining us and to share her expertise with us. So, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Nancy Ruth Dean. Hi, Nancy. Hello. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you for um, coming on. And it was really quick how we linked up. Too, so. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, I really appreciate that. So, so okay, we're just going to dive right into it. A breakup coach. So just tell us exactly what you do. Yeah, that is uh, that is the question that I get asked. People, it's funny, I've asked when I talk to like women, they'll be like, oh, breakup coach, like you help people through the breakup. When I talk to guys, they're like, do you help, do you help people break up? So <laughs> I find that it's so funny because it's just so important. It's like, okay, guys, what is the breakup coach here? Um, for me just to give you a little background of how I even got to that title. Mm -hmm. I call myself breakup coach for short, conscious breakup coach, which is a mouthful. Right. Um, that is my, my title. But I actually started as a professional matchmaker. And what? so I was pairing, I knew, like, just like you said, I was watching TV. I was watching TV too at 16 years old, um, watching Millionaire Matchmaker on TV. And I just felt like I knew that's what I wanted to do. I loved mm. relationships. Like I, I wanted to have that glamorous life and all that good stuff. Um, and so I chased that dream at 24. I became a professional matchmaker and lo and behold, it was not at all what I thought it would be. Uh, it was really deep. It was very intense. The emotions mm. were heavy. And a lot of people were coming to the table with um, really big stories about their breakups. A lot of people going through a really difficult breakup and then wanting to be matched up, you know, in the best possible way, who better than a matchmaker, right? Right. So one would think. Um, <laughs> so for three and a half years, I did that, but I couldn't help but think, you know, it's one thing to get paired up with somebody, but we might, you know, blow it if we don't know how to do our own internal That's work. That's true. And so I would just, I kept seeing this and then the patterns would keep happening. So eventually I knew I had to start my own business 
to really help people do the emotional work so that when they're going through a breakup, it's not just ice cream and pizza all day long. Right. You know, it's doing that work, getting ready for that transition and doing the work so that you can attract the right kind of relationship that you want that feels good for you. And so lo and behold, Nancy Ruth Dean, the conscious breakup coach, was born. Wow. So when you say doing the work, what does doing the work entails? Doing the work means taking it. So when we typically go through a breakup, we think to ourselves, you know, I just got to get, I just got to get through it. Like I just, you know, have to wait one day after another. And then maybe somehow like if we dated for a year and a half, then maybe it's only gonna take me three and a half months to get over them. And I just have to wait until that time happens. And then my mind, I'll just be good. You know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, that's what we're being fed a lot of the time. And or we're being fed other things like, you know, this is how you get your ex back and this is how you do. But it but really, you know, we are these beings as difficult as it is to say, because trust me, I've had my fair share of heartbreak as well. Um, And we just think, you know, maybe we have to get we have to just find somebody new or we just have all these ideas about what we think it should be. But really, this is a time where we need to look at what's going on for us, see it both. I love seeing it both as psychological, looking at our belief system, but also doing the spiritual work and seeing that like there are always there's always a plan in motion. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the mystery of life. So I love being able to bring that kind of trust and faith in this really dark process, Mm -hmm. but also teach teach people how to look at their beliefs and relationships, debunk their patterns, really look at the things that actually have been holding just the same way I did, have been holding me back to um, before finding my fiance and helping them do the exact same thing. Because, you know, we get into those patterns and those cycles, we get really down on ourselves, not mm-hmm. everybody, but a lot. And we don't know what to do. We, like, we don't know where to turn. So. Right. So that's, that's the, that's the work, right? Okay. So what, what made you come to, um, you say you've had heartache, you know, if you live long enough, you will have heartache. (laughs) So what did you do exactly to position yourself for, to meet your now fiance? So for me, I actually found, I should say, my spiritual teacher found me eight months before I met my fiance. Now, I believe, I don't know if everybody here listening believes this, but I really believe that the people who are put in our life are are put in our life for a reason, right? Yes, most definitely. And I was going through this really weird breakup. I want to call it like a weird breakup situation because we had only been dating for three and a half months. It was a very strange, dark time. Hmm. Um, and I just randomly got invited to go see my friends. And so I did. And then there was this woman there and she was just disguised as a regular gal, just about 10 years older than I. And she, she called me her soul sister. And I had never hmm. heard that term before. Uh-huh. <laughs> Needless to say, she just decided to continue to spend time with me. And eventually we became uh, mentee and mentors, but like like a very soul sister 
friendship and she taught me just the because I would ask her I'd ask her about my long-term boyfriend where we eventually were living together and then the relationships I had after that and had asked her like how does one deal with such existential questions here and she would she would show me and it would resonate for the first time you know when you get advice it's like you know and you're like oh I know I should do this yeah but yeah. you don't yes <laughs> there was this depth and this um real confidence and divinity that that she had that I learned so much from and so she she really taught me how to release certain things and I wanted I wanted to be like her mm -hmm. so I was working in matchmaking and there was nothing divine about what I was mm -hmm. doing there um, I loved my boss I loved the opportunity I loved what I learned but it was it was very business oriented okay so while I'm learning from her and I'm learning how to like release my exes, release those beliefs that have literally called in these guys that I was seeing, these experiences I was having or um, creating, um, I shouldn't say creating, but I'll kind of like make, I was, I had these beliefs I didn't know I had, right? I thought I was just walking around the earth just being me. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize these were beliefs. And so she mm -hmm. taught me a lot about that. So as I was doing that process, I got to a place in my life, not long, right? Eight months, not long till um, I just decided like everything that I'm going to do is going to be for me. Like I, cause I was that gal and I know we know a lot of these gals too, um, where we just want to be in a relationship, like a loving, loving relationship. And as much as we want that, we have to do the work too. So I got yeah. to a place, I let go of needing to, be that gal that was in a relationship. And as soon as that happened, that's when my fiance, my, you know, fiance and I yeah. then met very coincidentally or so. Yeah. You know, I believe that too. I believe like when you're looking for something, like if that's all that's on your mind, it's, it's, I think it's going to slow down that process. You know, it's like watching a, um, a pot boils, oh, you know, yeah. it's like you're watching it. It seems like it's going to take forever to watch, but if you walk away from it and then come back to it, it's like, Oh, okay. It's boiling. So I, I believe too, that when you're busy, just like you said, working on you and just doing you, um, you know, whatever your, your passion is, it is, or, you know, whatever, you know, just staying busy, just, is going through your life doing you, I think that's when that person comes into your life as well. It's so true. And the big question is, well, how do I get to that place? Right? Because I, a lot of our wiser friends, I certainly have them. They would just say like, you know, it comes when you're least expecting it or you, yeah. you have to love yourself enough. And it's just like, Oh my gosh, this is so big. Like how do right. we even start? Um, and that's, that that's the best, right? That's one thing I love about being a conscious breakup coach because I have just felt, I have felt and known what it's like to be in that state, the larvae state, where mm -hmm. you're growing into a butterfly and you're just, mm -hmm. you're really, it's it's exciting, right? It's, I say it sucks, but it's exciting because 
I like if it weren't for all these breakups that I went through, even the ones that were only three weeks long or three months long, like they 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 all forced me to to really take a look at these bigger questions or mm. or thinking like why is my relationship my hobby like why why mm. am I waiting around for mm-hmm. my guy to come home like why am Ooh, I waiting? I like that I like that right? why is my relationship my hobby I like that because some people that's good <laughs> yeah they do treat it like a hobby yeah. You know, I, 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 I was that, I was, I say I was that girl. I'm, I know that that can kind of be a little bit triggering, but when I say I was that girl, like I'm, I'm looking at me years ago, um, not many years ago, three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we just, we want love so bad, you know, we love love. Like we yeah. are, on, we are on this planet to love, but when yeah. we are, when we're willing to love so much that we don't know who we are outside of a relationship, mm. that's that's the the terms we, we need to come to terms with that because that's not actually what our intention is for being on this planet. Mm-hmm. As much as it can feel that way. No, that is so true. Um because I'm, you know, I, I'm a spiritual person. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a believer. Um, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what is, it's always been taught to, um, to me that, um, in order to be, like, a, you know, a good in a um, marriage or you know relationship, it's good to be a hundred percent whole. You know, it's, it should be a hundred two two people coming together at their hundred percent instead of like 50 50, which makes a hundred, you know? Yeah. And it just it makes it that much better. It really does. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The so do you f- oh, go ahead? No, I'm sorry. no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh no. <laughs> so do you find um more women use your services, or is it more men, or is it about the same? It's it's about the same. Actually, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of conscious men coming for very different, different. Like I just I had a a client come to me two days ago who was so conscious. I use the word conscious, you know, conscious, just really being aware of how their actions affect their partner, um, really kind of choosing the healthiest, most loving way to approach things. And um, it really, it shakes me a little bit because don't we hear often, you know, guys aren't like that. They don't, right? Um, But really what I get to see, which is a a privilege, is seeing a lot of the men choose my service over, let's say, another person's service because they want to look at what really happened in the relationship from a fair, Mm both-sided kind of situation. So what problems, what common problems, like the top three problems do you see um, or do you, um, yeah, do you see when people come to your services? What are those top three um, common problems that people had in uh, relationships? Ooh, okay. The first one for sure is um, when somebody, man or woman, can gives 120% and 
still finds themselves in a relationship where the other person says, you know, I didn't ask you to give that much, like, you know, I, and where there's almost like a very, like this person's giving 120%, yet they still feel really needy. And then the other person is kind of giving 30, it looks like the other person is giving 30% and they're not fully like committed the way that the other person yeah. is. So that kind of dynamic. Um, another one is just when any one partner is feeling an intense level of regret, you know, did I make the right decision? Are we supposed to be broken up? Like that's a, a, a big one, right? Hmm. Um, and then the next one I would say is, I want to ask, I, I, I kind of want to say, you know, the other one that comes up is when people reach out to me and they just want to know, you know, is my situation legitimate enough to break up? Mm, okay. Is kind of the other category. Okay. So they kind of come that so that category is more like you know am i really um being uh should i break up over this basically like if it's something really is it really that big of a deal you know right right mm -hmm. and it's like well you know you've already come to a breakup coach that must mean that there is a legitimate <laughs> reason for you asking right, right? Uh, so um we kind of start there but i yeah, every, and I just, I don't know why I feel like I have to say this right now. It, it takes a lot of mental and emo like you have to be in a very aligned conscious state to be like, I'm going to go seek out a breakup coach, right? Because, and I love that you preface with saying that you have such good friends. Like, don't we need that in this yes. time? And then there's a time and place where you can just go and talk to any objective person, be it a therapist or a coach, and just be like, this is my situation. My friends know me and love me, and I know their opinions are coming from the best place, from experience, from love. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I just need to say fully what I need to say about my situation because we know sometimes we leave some stuff out because we don't really want to share that necessarily. Right. <laughs> or we don't want to get thrown back in our face later on. Um, definitely been there myself. So it's really, it's really good to just even be able to, you might know that you want to break up, but sometimes you just want to go to that professional or you just want to have that soundboard just so you can hear your own story out fully, right? Yes. No, I, I wholeheartedly um, agree with that. Um, seeing a therapist, a professional, I really um, recommend that. Or a, like you, or a mentor. Yeah, or a mentor. Yeah. Um, like you said, anybody that's um, really objective, um, someone that you can, you know, that you can trust to really tell you know everything to and uh, they can help you out in turn yeah i i, I do believe that yeah I, I i have i heavily support that yeah <laughs> i advise i advise anyone to uh see like if you get out of a long-term relationship or divorce or whatever it may be i really do recommend um you speaking to someone a professional or like you said like a, a or a mentee yeah yeah yeah
it was something else that I um, wanted to ask you. And that kind of went by me. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, oh, I got it. When I was reading on your um, on your uh, website, which we'll give out uh, shortly, you said that you help people. Correct me if I'm wrong. Get their ex back. No, no, I don't help people get their okay. ex back. No. Okay, okay, that's why I said correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, because so, I was like, wait a minute, what if they don't want to be um, <laughs> they don't want to go back. Right. Okay. No, and that's one of the big. I get, I often, I actually get a lot of messages from guys who say, Nancy, I want to talk to you um, because I know that a lot of the guy breakup coaches are, are, are actually trying to like, trying to like scheme and do sometimes manipulative mm. or, or just non, not conscious ways of dealing with trying to get back with your mm -hmm. ex and having those proper conversations and those healthier conversations um, so that would, that's one of the things that I regularly hear, which is, um, I'm not going to say a cornerstone of my work, but it really, really reinforces that there is a healthy way to heal from your breakup and how to use this time of transition than to just shut down your emotions and just try to go back to what's comfortable because it's, because we don't because, necessarily yeah. know what's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what what can you say to the person that's listening or watching right now that's thinking about breaking up with their significant other? What would you say to them right now at this point? Ooh, that is that is such a highly personalized question depending on what they're going through. I would say there's a lot of if, if you have been feeling like you want, you've been wanting to break up for a while, but you know that fear is making you stay in the relationship, right? Because on a very simple level, we can make decisions out of fear or we can make decisions mm -hmm. out of love or for ourselves and our, and what's best for us. And when we feel like we want to stay in that relationship, but then that big fear that will, will tell us, um, no, don't go like you'll just be lonely or you'll never find anybody new. That sounds really legitimate, but it it's so much better. I saw something somebody posted in my a conscious breakup collective Facebook group. They posted a meme that said sometimes being alone is an upgrade. Oh, and I felt that I was like, yes, right. <laughs> yes. You can mm. be. There is nothing worse than being in a relationship where you don't feel seen, you don't feel heard, you don't feel valued. And all your choices are, I'm in a relationship, I don't feel seen, heard, or valued, but I'm also terrified of loneliness, right? It's a lose-lose. Mm -hmm. If you are willing to put what you need first, what's healthy for you, and be alone and get that support from your friends, from a professional, um, and and because you can take care of yourself, you've got everything you need to take care of mm -hmm. yourself in this time. Just sometimes we don't hear that enough. So don't let that fear of what will come in the future guide you to staying in situations that don't feel good for you. 
Love that. Love that. Love that. And I love that sometimes, you know, being alone is an upgrade, which is so true. Because and like you said, a lot of people, that fear of maybe not finding someone or that fear of just being alone with themselves, that's why you, people need to work on themselves so you can love yourself, you yeah. know, so it feels good when you are by yourself, even if you don't meet anyone, because that's, that's how I was. I'm like, I would rather be by myself, happy full of peace than being in a situation where I'm always worrying about this, always worrying about that, or, you know, not, I'm, I'm doing what it's, what it takes, but you know, I'm not getting that reciprocated, you know? So I I would rather be by myself, like really, because I love me. Yeah. (laughs) I love me. I love hanging out with me. You know, I date myself. I I, I go, you know, before pre-pandemic, you know, I was, I was the person I would go to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. I would go to dinner by myself. You know, I just, I love being around me. Oh, and yeah. you, you, that's, that's a, yeah. Being in that state is, um is a blessing because that way you won't fall prey for anything that's not good for you. Well, right. And I think the, the big thing too, that, I learned in my journey is you don't go from one day being in, you know, let's say even an unhealthy or toxic relationship. You know, when I talk about toxic relationships, uh, that tends to be the content that is seen and appreciated the most. But if you're in a relationship that feels really unhealthy and you're not going to go from that relationship to loving yourself the next day, it's a transition. But I find the human mind will have us believe like, you can only leave when you love yourself or when you know that you're going to be okay. Like sometimes just getting out of that relationship is the the biggest thing you could ever do. And sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit for just being able to leave no matter how you feel like you're falling apart after. Agreed. Agreed. So where can people find you, Nancy? You can find me at hellobreakup.com. And you can also find me on my uh, free Facebook group, The Conscious Breakup Collective. Or if you go on my website, you'll be able to see it very clearly on the homepage as well. Right now, it's only available for women. But if anything changes, um, (laughs) you'll see those changes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll have that um, posted on our, uh, when I post this episode, when it posts, I'll have that information to um, it's what people can um, link up and and um, hook up um, to you. And um, thank you so much. Thank um, you. I guess so I won't. I, <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I you know I like to keep it kind of you know not as long because I know people's ex, um, attention span, <laughs> yeah. and I'm one of them. Um, but yeah, so we just gave you this a little bit just to whet your appetite. Um, so you know what um, Nancy does. And if you find yourself um, needing someone, needing um, her services, feel free to um, contact her because you don't have to go at this alone. And if you are in a situation where you want to leave and you're afraid, you know, do it afraid. Do it afraid and talk to someone. 
because your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being, um, your happiness, your peace, that is that should be what matters. Any last words you want to leave with um, the audience, Nancy? No, you uh, you said it perfectly right there. Don't don't do a, don't be afraid to do it. Scared, you're not alone. So much you'll see in my Facebook group. There's almost 600 gals going through this right at the exact same time. Um, let your well being be the priority, even when you feel scared. Yeah, follow follow that. Like follow that. I agree. Follow that. And you all um, follow Nancy on her. You have um, your social media. You did some on um, Facebook. You, do yeah. you have um, Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is private. So just my, gotcha. so just my Facebook. <laughs> all right. It's Facebook. And you all, you know, you know someone, a man or a woman that probably needs to bring up <laughs> or somebody that has broken up and they're still you know, going through it, just please just share this um, podcast episode, um, like, share, subscribe to um, Kicking It With K Marie podcast. And, um, you know, just help somebody. It, it will, if you know that it will help somebody, go ahead and do that. Okay. All right. So we will end here and we will pick up again next week with a whole new topic. Still starting over, but it's going to be another um, topic. And thank you all so much um, just for hanging in there with me. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you. And I have some good things coming down the pipeline, some good content, some good people that you're going to meet. And I'm just excited about that. And thank you again, um, Nancy and everyone. Oh, I know you noticed um, I have a new theme song and I love it. <laughs> it's a whole song. Raphael Griffin, he is the artist. He wrote it. He's singing on it. And um, it's available for purchase if you want it. And so uh, I just thank him for that because I am just really, I love it. You know, new beginnings, new everything, new everything. So <laughs> thank you. I love each and every one of you. I will see you next week. Nancy, don't click out just yet. And everybody else. Bye. See you next oh, week. Let's go. Let's go. It's time to turn up the radio. Turn up the radio. Just so you just so you know. It kicking in with K. That's all I'm gonna say. You're here now.